If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Highway to Health Podcast, hosted by Jeremy Quinby, provides guidance, quality resources, and inspiration for anyone seeking wellness in mind, body, and spirit. There's an episode that you should check out called The Value of Our Emotions, where Jeremy helps listeners understand the role emotions serve and what we can learn about our present state by staying attuned to them. Check out Highway to Health Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Today's episode is brought to you by Protea Nutrition, Dr. Bradner approved. Protea Nutrition was designed specifically for women and encompasses all fitness and wellness needs without including harsh stimulants or artificial ingredients. And the best part is many of the products can be used in pregnancy and while breastfeeding. What you see on the label is exactly what you get. Nothing hidden, no special mixes, just science-based ingredients at effective doses. Keeping your long-term health in mind. Check out the link located in today's show notes to check out all of Protea supplements, including my favorite fertility-friendly products. Welcome to Hopeful Hints. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Bradner, and I'm so excited to bring today's guest to you, Tess Casal. You're gonna her story is so impactful for many reasons. And naturally, we just became best friends um, prior to recording. I just love connecting with others especially in this fertility space. There are some amazing people out there, and I hope that today's episode connects you with just one more amazing coach that I fully support. So without further ado, Tess, welcome to Hopeful Hints. Thank you. Happy to be here and excited to reach your audience with sharing a little bit about myself. Let's dive right into that. Share with us your connection to infertility. I am uh, someone who has been diagnosed with infertility. So I have walked the walk of knowing what it's like to try to have a baby and not have it happen as soon as you want it to. Um, my uh, very close connection is that I've gone through IVF to have my son. He is my last embryo and our miracle baby and our rainbow baby, which yes, um, I have suffered a miscarriage through IVF. And also my connections after that life experience has been, I'm an author of a children's picture book series called I'm Very Ferris, where IVF is in the title. It's the very first uh, children's picture book series that tells IVF through a child's perspective. Um, and I'm also a fertility coach. Um, I got myself certified recently and in January launched my business where I focus on helping people on their paths to parenthood, no matter what it is, with a specific focus on heart health awareness, because that is a passion of mine. Can you share briefly a little bit, Tess, why heart focus is your area? I think there is so much to be shared on this, but share briefly about why that's connected with you. Sure. Um, I, back in October of 2020, at the age of 37 years old, I suffered a sudden cardiac arrest out of nowhere. I had no pre-existing conditions. I did not 
check any of the boxes of someone that you would think that would have happened to, um, but it did. And I am very blessed and grateful and, and um, there's no words to explain when someone's told you that um, you survived death and when it literally was at your door. And after being diagnosed with heart disease, specifically cardiomyopathy, and getting through the um, steps that it took to get myself back to my new normal and grieving my old self, I decided to take that passion and turn it into advocacy. I speak on heart health awareness, specifically with women. Um, and I'm coming to realize that um, I'm not alone. There are a lot of women out there, specifically um, younger women in the terms of what you would think with heart health and heart disease um, that need support and community and awareness. Um, and I also wanted to speak on behalf of those souls that perhaps didn't make it. Unfortunately, um, I think there's nobody listening today that hasn't heard a story about someone maybe um, dying on a, a sports field or a child born with congenital heart defects that had passed away or even you know, young mothers that pass away from a cardiac arrest or heart disease. And the fact that I'm still here and again, very grateful for it. I've taken that passion and continued knowledge um, to not only heal myself and continue to help me be the strongest I can be, but to help others um, through my coaching with fertility and, and realizing that without our heart, doesn't matter if we're talking about fertility or talking about diabetes or talking about plans for the next year, we need to have a healthy heart to function. And so making sure people don't forget about that amazing muscle in our body that keeps us alive. As a nurse practitioner, I cannot thank you enough for the work you do on that end. It is not talked about enough once again, just like infertility isn't, but you never think it's going to be you. And you don't think of what to look for that maybe puts you at risk for that. So thank you for the work you do on that end as well. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that, um, you know, someone in the medical field um, acknowledges that what I'm doing is truly, it's not to take away from people in the medical field. It's simply to offer support and assistance and the things that they perhaps don't have the time to address. Um, I'm happy to do it through my coaching. Beautiful. It's so wonderful. Let's dive into today's hopeful hints. Hopeful hit number one, trust the process. Yes, yes. Trust the process in life um, for fertility, uh, um, especially if you've been diagnosed with infertility. Man, there's so much noise out there. And it can be driven by family, it can be driven by friends, it can be driven by religion, it can be driven by politics. Um, there's a lot of things out there that might deter you from going a specific path that is right for you to achieve having a baby. Um, and you really need to block up the noise and trust the process in whatever you decide to do, because there's no one way to create a family. Um, and, uh, no one has the right to tell you what you're doing is wrong. You need to be the one to, you know, be confident enough that what you're doing is what was meant for you to do. And that that is okay. Absolutely. I talked to my patients so much about this, that. Nobody knows their body like they do. So even if a healthcare provider is recommending or encouraging, if it doesn't, I say, feel, as I'm air quoting, right, intuitively, you need to speak up, ask more questions, and, you know, 
encourage, almost challenge them to a point like, why? Why are you picking this? Why are you saying this? Are you sure? How about this? So I love that. Thank you. Hopeful hit number two, block out the noise and negative people. Yeah, there's tons of negativity out there. Sometimes, and I think for me, um, because I speak raw and real, and my husband recently, when I asked him what's a word to describe me, he said resilience. And so that has been my three R's that I've now tagged myself with. But um, there's a, when, when bad things happen, and I'm not saying fertility and fertility is bad, but I'm saying when things that you didn't plan for happen, you sometimes, that's the part where you really see people's true colors come out. You know, they're, it's easy to help support people when things are going great. But when things go a different way that he was unexpected or is it's sad or is disheartening or nervous because you don't know what possibly could go wrong, that's when people really seem to show their true colors and a lot of noise can come out of them. And sometimes from the people you thought were going to be right there with you the whole time, they all of a sudden are nowhere to be found. And that's when you really need to... Um, lock them out essentially and you need to focus on the path that you were trying to follow and stay true to it and maybe even start bringing in new sources of support um, and community or it maybe take up something like journaling or reading or whatever it is that's your jam you might need to do that because the noise can be so easy to deter you from what you are trying to achieve and it's just not it's not fair to you to do that to yourself. Um, and I've experienced it firsthand and continue to. So um, I think it's just so important for people to block that noise out sometimes. You know, turn the phone off if you have to, or turn the TV off, or don't. I know there's bad things going on out there, but your world is very important. So don't think it's not important compared to those things going on. Shut them out for a little bit and focus on your world because that's what's relevant to you and that's what's going to make you um be who you are tomorrow and the next day so um black it out if you could see me i'm like shaking my head yes 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 like hundred (laughs) percent it's hard when you have outside noise like you cannot fully process and take in and do what's best for you when that's all happening around you right right and hopeful hit number three, the best views come after the hardest climb. I love this one. Yeah, I have learned in the last five years of my life. Um, I have walked, I think, the hardest walks of my life um, unexpectedly. Again, you don't know what lies ahead, but when I decided I was ready to have a baby and realized it wasn't going to happen and then... Um, needing assistance from the outside and having to learn literally word by word what things meant. And still today, looking back, thinking, oh my God, if I had known the things I know now, would I have gone through IVF? Like, what would I have done if all seven embryos stuck around? And does that mean that I would have gone to have seven babies? I mean, like, there's so much that um, I didn't know that I know now, but that hard climb um, to get there. And just, again, that's going back to the first two points of blocking the noise and trusting the process. And now seeing after that hard climb of infertility and IVF, like I have a son today. I have a baby boy 
um, that I never thought that I would get to hold in my arms and watch grow and get to enjoy and realize how normal that after that hard climb is, how normal it is to have a child also. Um, you know, he's a miracle, but he's just like any other um, sometimes super crazy, soon to be four year old can be. But that's part what? of the fun of it is that I get to remember, hey, I'm as much as this hard stuff has happened to me, I'm also completely normal. Like when my kid, you know, picks up food off the floor and eats it, like, yep, that baby's still 100% normal, like the other kids over there. So I have nothing to worry about. Um, but the climb of life um, can be so difficult. Sometimes we wonder what why are we on it? Why is this happening to me? Why is everything seem to be going the wrong way? But then for me, again, someone that had to go through a lot of hard work to have a baby and then to immediately get slapped with heart disease and have to navigate through that with no guidance from family and nobody I could look back to and say, how did you get through this? And what did you do? Like literally I'm teaching myself and making connections myself. And I look down, um, you know, after surviving both of those, essentially, I, I have the best view in the world. I'm alive. I'm happy. I'm doing what I love to do. I'm meeting new people. I'm a mom. Um, I can get up and walk every day and enjoy the small things in life that mean the most to me. And I feel bad for some of the people that maybe will never get to understand and be grateful for those things because... Maybe they just didn't get hit hard enough with something that would make them realize just how darn lucky they are. So um, I think it's important to remember when you're going through something that the best view really does come after that hardest climb there. And you're going to see, like, it might not be something you resonate with now. You might not get it tomorrow, but just give it time because um, you're going to see it's truly amazing how strong you can be when that's the only choice you have and it's going to be worth it. So beautiful, Tess. Oh, I just love, love, love this. Let's share. Where can we find you? Tell us more about your book as well, because I have a collection of books that I have that I read to Hayden and they all deal with infertility, including Mr. Ferris over there. They are his favorite. The older he gets, I'm already introducing to him, you know, that he came in a very special way. So share more about your book and where we can find you at if we want to learn more about how to work with Tess. Sure. Um, I am on social media, specifically Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And I go by my real name, just Tess Caso. Um, you will find me there. And I have my website, which is how I administer all of my business that you can purchase books through testcasso.com. You can book fertility consulting sessions through there. Um, you can book me to be a speaker. I, again, I speak on heart health and heart disease prevention after my work with American Heart and Go Red for Women. So I have all that information there. And I even have a podcast that I started um, right after I had heart disease diagnosis. Um, and I continue to do that. Um, something that I do for fun to feature women products as sponsors and services as sponsors, as well as guests. Everything is administered through testcosto.com. Um, and these books, again, they were the start of my running my own business. I used to work in corporate media and um, at six, my son's, when he was 16 weeks old, I left that and I started my own business and I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew that it was going to be something that would be different, 
new to the world and help others. Um, and at the time, what hit me was um, a book and a children's book specifically. Um, and so that's where I'm Barry Ferris is. It's also with Amazon and Barnes and Noble and um, online through major big box stores like Target and Walmart and so forth. But um, those books are my babies. They're my passion of where I am today. And they're not done either. Um, my goal is to get a third book out soon um, as I continue to, you know, every book has a very passionate storyline and I put 100% efforts into the words and the pictures. And um, I think that's, you know, the beauty of creating a product is, you know, that's yours. And so I don't take writing lightly and I don't publish a book until it's absolutely perfect. So um, I'm very proud of those two books and to where essentially they have gotten me today. Love it. Thank you so much, Tess, for being on Hopeful Hints. You are a wonderful person and you've been through so much. You have so many stories to share and we look forward to talking to you more. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Highway to Health Podcast, hosted by Jeremy Quinby, provides guidance, quality resources, and inspiration for anyone seeking wellness in mind, body, and spirit. There's an episode that you should check out called The Value of Our Emotions, where Jeremy helps listeners understand the role emotions serve and what we can learn about our present state by staying attuned to them. Check out Highway to Health Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.